0: You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. I just got back from Portugal. All right, Portugal. Wow, what an incredible experience. And this is something that I definitely don't take for granted. I'm coming from a place where I didn't even get on an airplane until I was 25 years old. I grew up in a bit of a bubble. And so every t- opportunity that I get to get out and explore and to see more of the world, I definitely jump on it. And this event was a speaking engagement for an event called A-Fest, all right? And this was put on by an organization called Mind Valley, And they put on some of the most epic events in the universe. I'm not just in the world, but in the universe. You know, I don't know what else is out there, but I'm pretty sure that AFES is on top of the game. But you know, this is something that for me and what I always want to implore you to understand and to believe is that your level of exposure determines your level of success. And so taking every opportunity you can to change your environment, to expose yourself to new things. And again, this was definitely one of the most incredible experiences. Portugal is such a beautiful place. I've seen a lot of really cool places, but it's probably the most beautiful uh, environment or scenery that I've seen thus far. And there was a little bit of a language barrier. A lot of other countries I've traveled to, you know, I generally find myself in like the English speaking area, but at at this particular place we were at, even at the hotel, by the way, they had wonderful uh, spring water bottled in glass. What? You don't get that here in the States. Just in all the rooms, but I was running low on water and I was like, you know, I asked the, the housekeeper on the way to my room. I was like, excuse me, can I get a, a couple of bottles of water from my room? And she straight looked at me like I had uh, a squid on my face or something. I don't know why I said that. Probably because I was just researching cuttlefish this morning with my son, which is super weird. They're super creepy, by the way, uh, but they're cool as well. But anyway, so she looked at me like I had a squid on my face and I was like, uh, water. And then, you know, you re- resort to like hand motions and like, I don't know And I said, agua. You know, it's the only thing I could think of. She was like, oh, agua. So I guess it translated and I got that water. And so despite that and the small language barrier, it was an incredible experience and multiple nights of, and days of cool experiences. And and, uh, just the event itself was just top notch. And while I was there, I did an interview for you with the founder of Mind Valley. And the reason that I went to this event in the first place, a few years back, I saw a talk from Lisa Nichols, who's been on The Model Health Show. It's one of our biggest episodes and one of the most popular and, and empowering episodes. And I saw her do this talk at this event called A-Fest. And then I saw Vision speak in the video after that. And I was like, whatever this guy is on, I want some of that. And if I'm ever invited to come to this event, I'm going, hands down. And so that is why, you know, Things lined up and the universe presented itself. And that's why I hopped on a plane and got myself over there. And so I'm very, very excited to share this with you because he's such an incredible uh, individual, such an incredible thinker, and really just a powerful, insightful individual. And I think that you're really, really going to enjoy this. Now, when I just got back to the studio, I just brought my team some goodies. All right. And for myself, Had a little something, something as well. You know, uh, our culture is very much bent on this, like trying to take something in order to get something right. In order to sleep better, we want to find out what to take. In order to have more energy, we want to find out what to take. In order to lower blood pressure, we want to find out what to take. All right, but the reality is, all of these things are really dictated by our lifestyle factors primarily. But then, in that five to ten percent range, there are certain things that can assist. And us getting those results that we want. And so knowing that our culture is really leaning on things like these five hour energies, these little uh, shots of things that you pick up at your local 7-Eleven, right? Not 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven or a quick trip or whatever the case might be. And so people can try to stay awake when they really, their body is like just pushing them and prompting them to go to sleep because they're sleep deprived. But knowing this, the very best companies out there are trying to leverage that behavior, but instead uh, sneak and instill the good things in, in place of that, right? So we got a company like Four Sigmatic. So people are drinking this pesticide-laced uh, bacteria, fungi, molded coffee, right? And they decided like, we're going to get organic, high-quality coffee and infuse it with uh, storied clinically proven beneficial medicinal mushrooms, right? But they also know that, hey, people are doing these energy shots. So let's try and do something about that. And so the University of Malaya found that the medicinal mushroom lion's mane has been found to have neuroprotective and neuroregenerative effects. So this literally means protecting and helping to regenerate brain cells. Listen, I know for a fact, five-hour energy cannot do that, all right? But lion's mane can. And so what they did was they created these Mushroom focus shots that feature lion's mane mushroom, plus a little bit of natural caffeine as well, coming from goyasa. And it just tastes really nice. Got a little pineapple y snap to it. But again, it's replacing something that we see in popular culture uh, with negative uh, side effects and ingredients with something of higher quality. And so definitely check that out. And just in general, you know, every single day, I'm utilizing Four Sigmatic mushroom pro- products, whether it's the mushroom blend, the mushroom coffees, the mushroom elixirs, because they're doing a dual extraction of the mushroom. So I think this really needs to be known and, and needs to be made clear because there's a lot of, like I literally, I was on a flight and even in the little booklet, there's like a, an ad for uh, uh, medicinal mushrooms and these different products, even in uh, beauty and healthcare products, right? They're becoming more and more popular, but they've been around for thousands of years. And so the thing that I want you to understand is that if you're not doing a dual extraction, which is an alcohol extraction and in hot water extraction, you're not getting all of the beneficial compounds out of the mushroom in the first place. And 99% of companies don't do that, Four Sigmatic does. And they make it super easy to get all these wonderful benefits. All right, so Lion's Mane for the neuroprotective, neuroregenerative effects. We've got Chaga for the antioxidant effects, as well as cancer protection. We've got Reishi for improved sleep. And this was in the journal of uh, Bio- biology, pharmacology, and behavior found that Rishi can improve sleep latency, meaning you fall asleep faster, uh, improve overall sleep time, and, and improve overall sleep efficiency. All right. So lots and lots of cool stuff to check out. Pop over, check them out now. Forsigmatic.com. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash model. You got to hit that forward slash model. That's how you get 15% off. All right. 15% off. All right, so head over to check them out, com forward slash model. Now let's get to the Apple Podcast Review of the Week. Another five-star review titled, Wow, by Let's Dance 015. A family member referred me to this podcast, and I am so glad she did. I listen while I'm walking to and from work. This isn't like any of the other health podcasts I've listened to. Sean is funny and explains things in a way that is easy to understand. Wow, that's so awesome. Let's Dance, thank you so much for sharing that over on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for hanging out with me and taking me with you. All right, I appreciate it so much. And listen, if you've yet to leave a review, please pop over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review for the show or whatever platform you're listening on, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever the case. If you're watching on YouTube, you're hanging out in the studio with me, leave a comment. All right, let, let everybody know what you think of the episode. And so with that said, let's jump into our topic of the day and our special guest. So in this episode, this is a conversation from Portugal with Vishen Lakhiani. And in this episode, he's going to be talking about how to stop listening to outside voices and opinions instead of listening to your own internal voice. And also the difference between a means goal and an ends goal. And I think that's just going to trip you clean out and this insight in of itself is going to help you to better achieve the goals that you have for yourself. And also some powerful insights about overcoming fears because a lot of stuff that we're not doing or not taking advantage of is due to fears holding us back. And also, and this was super powerful for me, talking about the myths of hustle and hard work. So I think you're gonna enjoy that as well. Now, Vishen Lakhiani is an entrepreneur, author, and activist on a mission to raise human consciousness. He founded Mind Valley in 2003 with the goal of bringing together the world's top educators under one platform to usher in a new era for humanity that is more empowered, connected, and collaborative than the status quo. And under the Mind Valley umbrella, he's launched a variety of learning tools and platforms that have helped millions of people around the world to experience personal transformation from their award-winning events to their engaging masterclasses there's something for everyone at Mind Valley and most recently Visions book the New York Times bestseller The Code of the Extraordinary Mind was released to help you to uncover what's holding you back from succeeding, earning, loving, healing and growing to your fullest potential and now I'd like to introduce you to the incredible Vision Lakhiani I'd like to welcome to The Model Health Show, Vishen Lakhiani. What's up, man? Sean. My pleasure, man. Thank you for inviting me out. This has been amazing so far.
1: Yes, we are, I guess, to set the tone, we are in Algarve, Portugal. Yes. This is the hotel that a is taking place in. We have 400 entrepreneurs here learning the
0: art of social influence. Mm, it's an important subject. You really, like, turned it on its head as well because when we think about that term, we tend to think about the folks that are pushing out, you know, content that isn't right of a higher kind of vibration, and just kind of really instilling in us that we need to step up and to start putting out conscious, um, really intentional, right. valuable information. And so I just really want to thank you for that. Much it's like what you powerful. do with your podcast, which yeah. is actually one of my favorite podcasts in the world. I listen to you regularly. So it's quite an honor to be here on this show with you. Thank you, man. It's, it's my pleasure, totally my pleasure. So listen, uh, one of the things that I really picked up from you early on was um, you know you picked up this idea that and it just super permeated and, and got mm-hmm. into me when I first heard This was a couple years ago, and I didn't even share this with you yet But I think it was Jim quick who's a mutual friend and mm-hmm. I, you might might have been speaking at an event He was at and I checked you out and I was just blown away at your story And you talked about how we kind of settle for these conventionally uh, Configured set of rules right that determine our lives mm-hmm. and you fell into that early on right and you found yourself at Bill Gates' house. So can we talk about that story of how you got from there? That
1: story? Okay, so firstly, if you're watching this on video, you'll notice that I am Indian. And if you grow up in an Indian immigrant family, you either become a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer or a family embarrassment. So there's this huge (laughs) pressure in Indian families for the son to succeed, right? So growing up, I was told that I had to be one of these things. And I decided to choose engineering. So I studied hard I got into one of the finest computer engineering schools in the world the University of Michigan I graduated and I got the that incredible opportunity to work at Microsoft so it was 1998 and I was working at Microsoft and by the way back then in 1998 getting a job at Microsoft then is like getting a job at Apple today yeah so I um Worked really hard to get there. And finally, when I was at Microsoft, I remember back then, Bill Gates would invite all the new hires to his home for a barbecue. Amazing guy. He would make the burgers, grill them, serve the burgers to us. We'd get a chance to actually interact with the man. At that point, he was the richest man in the world. Ask him questions. He would welcome us. It was a wonderful opportunity. And Microsoft treated us all like gold. But deep inside, I knew that I was in the wrong place. And I actually couldn't talk to Bill Gates that day. All my other classmates from our new batch were surrounding him because I knew I had to quit. I was around 11 weeks into the job when I decided to actually get myself fired. I was too chicken to actually turn in a resignation because I'd worked so hard to get there. My parents, my family were so proud, but I realized I wasn't chasing my goal. I became an engineer for culture. I became an engineer because that's what good Indian boys do. I became an engineer because that's what the world said would give me value, yeah. and I hated. it what I was studying. I disliked my classes. I would fall asleep in my classes. I was, you know, it just wasn't my thing. What I wanted to do was photography. What I wanted to do was act on stage, performing arts. And so I quit Microsoft. I quit that dream job. And it was tough at first. You know, I, um, my parents were, were like super worried. The only other job I could get was working for an NGO, a not-for-profit. I was living below the poverty line in New York City, but I was doing what I loved. Working in an NGO, I got to travel the world, I got to take my photography. And, and that is what gave me joy. And from there, what happens is often when you break the conventional part, your life takes a temporary dip. But because you're now operating with something that is aligned with your soul, that dip is truly temporary and very rapidly what happens is you gain an advantage over the masses out there. According to Gallup, roughly 87% of people around the world dislike their jobs. And why does that happen? Because so many of us do not set goals that come from our soul or come from within. We set goals based on culture, what I call the culture-scape, that tangled web of rituals, beliefs, ideas. They come from Our priests, our mothers, our fathers, our preachers, our media, our politicians, and they tell us who we are meant to be for these arbitrary words such as success or accomplished. But so often, because we are following the outside voices, we fail to listen to our own inner voice. And this is why so many people wake up one day at the age of 40 going, how the hell did I get here? So by quitting my job, it was painful. I realized I'd been living someone else's dreams, but I found my true calling that was to become a meditation teacher. And um, that eventually is what led to the life I have today, yeah. where I feel very blessed. I get to put on festivals like this. I have a quarter million people studying classes on my platform. Um, have a team of 300 people, and I get to do what I really love, yeah. which is teach the personal growth ideas that I'm most excited about to the entire world. Yeah, wow. This but is... I would never be here if I was the guy who settled at, with that job at Microsoft knowing deep down inside it didn't light me up
0: man bill gates made a burger for you first of all <laughs> and to like just having that story as a right. background and just all the mental things you had to overcome which i want to get yeah. into but there's a couple of things that come up number one the immediate resistance mm-hmm. when somebody hears that because everybody listening has a calling right. you know and like you mentioned we got 87 percent of folks that dislike what they're doing and then immediately the, the mind comes up and says, well, I can't just quit. I can't do the thing that I'm really passionate right. about. So, so let's talk about that, right? American
1: society is kind of messed up. Now I'm picking on America because I practically consider myself American I, my formative years were there. Um, and let, let me give you an example why. America has, has 5% of the world's population. Hmm. It has 70% of the world's lawyers. Why do so many Americans become lawyers? Well. Because in the 80s and the 90s, and even today, you had shows like LA Law, like Ally McBeal, glorifying the legal position. Yeah. And so, does millions of American graduates decide to become lawyers. But here's the funny thing, though. If you actually look at the data, close to 50% of lawyers are clinically depressed, especially women lawyers. 50% depression rate. Why are so many American graduates becoming lawyers, working so hard to get into a good school, working so hard for the LS- to pass their LSAT, working so hard to make partner, and then working so hard to prove themselves, only to end up in a career where they are, they have a fifty percent chance of clinical depression. I used to work in technology sales. My job was to sell software to lawyers. Do you know how we were told to sell to lawyers? We were to talk to them about how frustrating it was running their firm to the point where they would break down in tears. And mm. then we would pitch them the software, right? That, that, that was what was going on. But the question is, why were so many people becoming lawyers? Because they confused two things in life. They confuse a means goal with an end goal. So the means goal is a means to an end. Mm. The end goal is really the end of it all. It, it, it's really the point of the goal itself. Holding a baby in your arm, knowing that you've just become a mom or a dad, that's an end goal. Those feelings are hard to beat. Waking up every day next to someone you love, that's an end goal. Being able to travel around the world, like we were just outside staring at this beautiful cliff face in Portugal, that's an end goal, that was a freaking amazing experience. But so many of us don't set goals for these things, instead we set means goals. A means goal is a goal that is a means to an end. Mm I want to get good grades so I can get to a good school. I want to get a good GPA so I can get to a good graduate school. I want to do well in my LSAT so I can get accepted at that particular law firm. I want to work 120 hour weeks so I can make partner. Means goals always have a so. Now we chase the means because we don't know better. But what if we ignored the means goals and we went straight for the end goals? So when I started thinking about my end goals, I realized being an engineer. Why, why did I think that that should even be something I should pursue? Because I thought that was the path to actually having enough money to live a good life. Hmm. But what did I really want? What I really wanted was to be able to travel. What I really wanted was to fall in love. What I really wanted was to you know, be an artist, create great photographic art. What I really wanted was to teach meditation. Those were the things that excited me. But in my mind, I had no idea all of those things were possible. I was following what society said, the step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step by step by step by step by step plan to become what we call successful in life. But if you think about it, right, the people who are truly successful are not following these step-by-step-by-step these by step by step plans. They are visionaries. They are creating their own world or their own version of the world. Michael Beckwith was just on stage and he said this statement, you were not born to fit into the status quo. You were born to take a hammer and smash that to mm-hmm. Now when you set end goals, you are really tapping into your soul to discover why you are here. And this changes everything. Once you focus on the end goals, when you're in alignment, even though you may not see the how to get there, yeah. I guarantee you what happens is when you start giving your mind these end goals, and when you're in alignment, The right synchronicities and opportunities and the people come into your life to get you there yeah and that's why this idea of knowing the separation between means goals and end goals is such a powerful concept
0: yeah powerful that's a key word because i don't think we really realize how powerful we are because we're using our power for means goals right and everybody listening like we've been through stuff and when When we have a particular goal of, you know, getting a certain job or Mm -hmm. taking care of a certain bill or whatever the case might be, we always find a way. Right. But we we use our power for these small things and not for the the end goals. Yes. Yeah. That's remarkable. And in your book, so you've New York Times bestselling book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, Mm -hmm. you talk about these ten laws, and one of them is I think it's Brule's Breaking the Brules. Right. Questioning the Brules. Yeah. So a Brulle is a
1: word that means bull rule. So when we think about the rules that we have been taught to, the the rules that run the world, some of these are useful, right? Like wear a safety belt when you're driving a car. But many of the rules that we learn are not necessarily true. They are what you would call bull rules. Steve Jobs had a famous quote. He said, everything around you that we call life was created by people no smarter than you. And you can question things, you can change things, you can create your own thing. And once you understand that, you will never be the same again. Steve Jobs, of course, was the ultimate rule breaker that all of us can question rules. Do we really need to get married? Do we really need a college degree? Do you really need to be an entrepreneur? Do you really need to be fixed to one city? So many human beings are susceptible to suggestion when faced with a complex world we look to other people for clues and we imitate. Yeah. Human beings radically simplify the world through imitation it's called mimetics and social contagion. But you can unplug yourself from this 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 habit of imitation by understanding that so many of the rules around you were made up by people generations ago. Yeah. And those rules no longer apply in this increasingly complex, diversified, beautiful, ever-changing world. Now the difference between an ordinary person and an extraordinary person, or what we may call a visionary, is that the extraordinary person is pushing the bounds of what is possible. Yeah. They are not following the status quo. They are, they are channeling, they are figuring out what is it that they want to give birth to the world and making their own rules. And there's a simple way to help you get there. So I spoke about end goals, right? Yeah. End goals fall into three buckets. The first bucket is experiences. So I ask people to do this exercise. I ask them to make a list of all the experiences they want in the world. Standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon, it's a perfect example. Being able to, to um, rent a motorcycle and drive across South America is a great example. Becoming a mom or a dad, right? You have kids? Yeah. Great, well, I mean, what beats that? Now that's the first, the first set of end goals. The second question you wanna ask yourself though is to be the man or woman who has these experiences How do I need to grow? So great, you want to bike across South America? Maybe how you need to grow is learn how to bike and learn Spanish. You want to be able to travel the world and take photographs? Maybe what you need to do is learn photography and figure out how to create a passive income stream so you can travel. Now when you have these two lists, there's a third list. And that third list is if you were the man or woman who has all of these experiences, who has grown in this way, how would you then give back to the world? And that is your contribution list. Hmm. That's where you might say that, you know, as I'm doing all of these things, I want to be the best parent I can, spend an hour every day with my kid. I want to volunteer for a charity. I want to write a book or create a blog or start a podcast that inspires and serves the world. You see, happiness can come from experiences, but fulfillment comes from giving. So I believe that we are souls having a human experience. And I believe these, us as souls, we want three things. We want, to truly live life on earth and and absorb the most incredible human experiences from love to, to creation, to travel, to adventure. And the second thing we want to do as souls is to grow into the best version of ourselves. Souls crave growth. You are here to grow. And the third thing as souls, to recognize that we are here collectively with millions of other souls and that we are here to serve each other and to support each other. So the three most important questions I believe is a far more a far more complete view for goal setting than traditional Western goal setting, which I believe is downright dangerous yeah. because your goals don't come from you. Yeah.
0: They come from the voices around you. Man, it's so good, so powerful. I just thought about this study skills class that I took in middle school. Mm-hmm. This was the closest thing in, in all my years of school, also collegiate uh, school as well about goal setting only thing there's right. an, even in my university courses there was nothing about success right. there's nothing teaching you how to be successful and in the context of goal setting it was um, it was just very rudimentary and it was taking you know it, it takes yourself out of the equation mm. in a sense you know and just starting to ask these questions to think about those three buckets and asking, you know, what, what are my personal goals? Right. What does that actually look like? It's just, it can be scary though, Yeah. you know, to be honest like that, to be radically honest. Why don't we, why don't we get honest and, and actually, when we're talking about setting goals, set things that actually feel good to us or that take us outside of the paradigm right. of that box that you're talking about? Why
1: don't we set goals that actually feel good to us? Because most people are afraid. You see, we're conditioned to fear certain things. But if you think about the world today, we are safer than we have ever been. Yeah. Elon Musk shares this really amazing story, right? So Elon Musk was interviewed on the Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast. And he spoke about how when he was in college, he decided to see if he could live on a dollar a day. A dollar a day. And he found that in America, you can. He was born in South Africa, he moved to America. For a dollar a day, you can buy, you know, you can buy instant ramen yeah. from Walmart. You can survive. Yeah. Um, and I think he was living in a, in a dormitory, so he didn't have to pay for that. And he said that by doing that exercise, he realized that he was safe. And by realizing he was ultimately safe and he could survive, it gave him the courage to do all the epic things he did, hmm. from SpaceX to Tesla to PayPal. And one of the most remarkable things that we can teach ourselves is to remove fear by understanding that we're ultimately safe. Now, there are two ways to do this. So one way is um, I just did a podcast with Ken Honda. He is Japan's most prolific writer. He's written 140 books. And Ken Honda said, you know, if you want to have a, if you want to have a, a good attitude towards money, remember and remind yourself that you don't need it. I'm like, well, what do you mean, surely, Ken? We got to find a place to stay. He's like, no, no, no. So he recommended we do this. He said, find 50 friends, 52 friends, <laughs> and he said. So this is a mental exercise. Ken said, can you think of 52 people who might let you sleep on their couch? And I'm like, yeah, probably. And he goes, well, yeah. So if you have 52 people who, can, who will let you sleep on, the, on your couch, you can be completely broke, sleep on someone's couch, and then the next week you move to a different friend, and the next week you move to a different friend, and then after 52 weeks or one year, you go back to friend number one and you go, hey, it's been a while since we've seen each other. <laughs> and Ken said yeah. when he realized that he could basically, all yeah. he needed to survive was 52 good people, he realized that money wasn't a necessity. And by realizing that, he changed his relationship with money and today he's incredibly successful. But the lesson there is the same. Fear is an illusion. We're going to be okay. So how do we remove fear? The first thing is you want to set self-fueled goals, okay? So we were talking about goal setting. We talk, spoke about experiences, growth, contribution. Here's another level. Within your experiences, within your growth, within your contribution, you want to set self-fueled goals. Self-fueled goals are goals which are so basic, you can activate them instantly. So, what are goals that you could set where if you were homeless on the streets of New York and you knew no one and you had not a dollar to your name, you could activate that goal, achieve that goal instantly. So, my three self-fueled goals are very simple. The first one is I'm always surrounded by love. That's a self fuel goal. Even though I have no one in my life, I know that love comes from within. And I can love myself. I can truly love and appreciate myself. I can be homeless in the streets of New York with nobody knowing that I exist. I can still love myself. So being surrounded by love is a self-fueled goal. Right when you understand that you can generate it from within. Another self fuel goal is why am I always learning and growing? Now think about that. How is that self-fueled? If you could be homeless in New York, you still have a right to go to the New York Public Library, check out a book, and study. You may be sitting on the street, but you still get to learn. Hmm. You can learn and grow every single day, no excuse. Now, the third thing is, why am I always living in awe? That That is my goal. I want to always be living in awe. You can be homeless in the streets of New York. You have every right to walk through Central Park and admire the beauty of that space. It's public property. So by having self-fuel goals, you create that feeling of safety. When you create that feeling of safety, you know you're good. Yeah. And when you remove the fear, that's when everything else, all the other superpowers in your life start elevating. And that's when you start accelerating towards everything else. It's what Elon Musk did. It's what I do with my three self-fuel goals. I always remind myself that if I lost everything and everyone and I was homeless in the streets of New York where I used to live, I'd be okay. So it may sound counterintuitive to be truly accomplished, set goals truly small. But that actually is how it works. It's and when you set these self-fueled goals and you wake up every day and you're grateful for it, you magnify your spiritual potential to move you towards your other goals. But now of course you need big goals. You need big goals so you don't end up stagnating. Yeah. Now, when you set big goals, there's a rule for that. And this rule actually comes from Google. Google. Google has something called OKRs, right? Objectives and Key Results. They have everyone in their company set OKRs. But here's the Google rule that Larry Page, the founder, implemented. It says this, 50% of your goals must have a 50% chance of failure. That's it. of your goals, 50% chance of failure. So every year I have five goals for myself, but at least one or two of those five must have a 50% chance of failure or I'm not thinking big enough. Hmm. And for my life goals, I have maybe 10, pretty much like half of them have a 50% chance of failure. Now, when you actually think like that, you remove the fear of failure. So we do that with every department in Mine Valley, and then with every individual in Mine Valley, and then I do it with myself. So we take on bold things, knowing that we can fail, but the failure is okay. So the Google rule is how you set big goals. And by the way, Google's actual rate of failure, according to uh, the book *In the Plex*, is forty percent. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Google created Gmail, they created YouTube, but they also failed. There was Google Buzz, there was Google um, Google's Plus, all of which failed. But they also created the Android phone and so many other incredible things. So by setting a rule that 50% of your goals must have a 50% chance of failure, you now tackle the top level of goal setting, which is boldness. So you see, goal setting, as we learn in the modern Western world, is bullshit. Instead, you want to set goals for experiences, growth, and contribution. You want to set low-level, instant goals, self-fuel goals that you can instantly activate, but you also want to set like Google-style goals, bold goals, with a 50% chance of failure. It's counterintuitive, but when
0: you think like that, you unlock magic in your life. You know what? I haven't shared this with you either, but your name, Vision. it's very close to vision, right? and that's the thing I admire most about you, is your vision. And you've brought so many things to life, it's just out of this world, and to hear you sharing the things that you've done internally to get yourself there—it really does work—and I just want people to just take that in right. and start to have the courage, because I've never heard anybody say to set those bare minimum goals like that, mm-hmm. and it just makes complete sense because right. it creates a level of certainty, right. and from that place of certainty, we can start to press into that uncertainty. Yes, it's just so logical. That's yes. brilliant. I hope you're enjoying this conversation with Mind Valley founder Vishen Lakhiani, and we'll be right back right after this quick break. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I was obsessed with juice. All right, I'm talking about the juice boxes, Capri Suns. You remember when Capri Suns came out? The complication of getting that straw into that little plastic bag and shooting it all over oneself as a child—everybody had to experience it. But the Capri Sun was delicious. All right, it went from there to you know getting a little bit more fancy and having quote tropical punch became a big fan of like Hawaiian punch. And that was my thing. I wasn't a big fan of sodas. I was getting the juice, but here's the thing. It wasn't really juice, all right? If you would read the package, it would literally say 0% juice in the juice. It was trickery, trickery. And here's the thing, how can they create these flavors? Uh, There's this incredible technology. We have a gas chromatograph that you can synthesize and, and extract and find those flavors and create them artificially. So what's the point in going and getting a real strawberry if you can create that flavor and that smell? And so we really kind of found ourselves in a nutrition black hole because of that and providing these things to our our kids and our society as if everything is normal, but it's not normal. We know now that those fake juices were hurting us, hurting our metabolism, uh, introducing a tremendous amount of sugar, very, Uh, processed sugar that can really cause massive issues, whether it's with our, our brain health, whether it's with our metabolism and our ability to burn fat. Matter of fact, the name Tropical Punch, where does it even come from? It's really like a punch to your pancreas, all right? It's a nice uppercut. And so today though, the game has changed, all right? Now we have this updated knowledge and we have the ability to create a juice that's really special and something that's available no matter where you go because it's been low temperature processed to retain all of these vital nutrients and these wonderful many of them red superfoods and delivering not just a similar flavor sensation you know back in the day we had crystal light don't forget about crystal light but this is something that's actually going to add to your health and not take away all right my kids are also huge fans of the red juice formula as well and this is why one of the hallmark ingredients here in the red juice formula is acai. You've heard of acai. It's hot. It's hot right now. 10 times more antioxidants than just about any fruit that you can name. It's an antioxidant powerhouse that also assists your body in producing its own endogenous uh, antioxidants, which are really the most powerful forms of these things. It really help to keep us younger, longer. All right, we've got some cranberries in there. All right, cranberries are great for your digestion and for your bladder pomegranate again super hot right now pomegranate is full of uh, antioxidants as well and found to be beneficial in study after study for your cardiovascular health as well as strawberry you've got some blueberry in there too raspberry great source of vitamin c Gra- vitamin c is great for your immune system for generating creating new tissues vitamin c is great for your skin And the list goes on and on, because we've also got some other super herbs in this formula too, cordyceps, rhodiola, ginseng. What am I talking about here? I'm talking about red juice from Organifi, all right? You need to get your hands on this red juice. It is amazing. It tastes good. And also it is incredible for you. This is kicking the whole concept of these barrel juices and juice boxes that I used to get. Messed up on when I was a kid, right down the stairs. All right. This is the real deal. All right. Again, low temperature process to actually retain the nutrients. So you're actually getting what is promoted to be in the red juice itself. So pop over, check them out. It's organifi.com forward slash model. You get 20% off of the red juice right now. All right. That's O R G A N I F I dot com forward slash model for 20% off the red juice formula, the green juice gold, everything that they carry, all right? But I highly, highly recommend getting your hands on the red juice. I like to have it in the afternoon, a little pick-me-up to give a little bit of a jolt and supporting your energy, but coming from earth-grown nutrients, real food, all right? So again, pop over, check them out, organifi.com forward slash model for 20% off. And now back to the show. And now back to our conversation with Mind Valley founder and New York Times bestselling author, Vishen Lakhiani. Now the second
1: ingredient is, so this is a great mental frame, right? The second thing that we're now looking at that my my next books are gonna be about is the internal spiritual core. You can generate an internal spiritual core where you can actually shift reality. And so now when you have these goals, synchronicities, opportunities, reality literally bends. I I call it bending reality to accelerate you towards the goals. In the last 24 hours, uh, and I'm not saying this, to impress anyone, I'm saying this to impress upon people how rapidly you can do this. When you learn to tap into the spiritual core and transcend the idea of hustle and hard work and all the things that you know modern society teaches you, you can have a massive impact on the world without breaking yourself. So, in the last 24 hours, for example, um, Mind Valley hit 8 million fans, um, and at the same time, in that same 24 hours, our app was featured on Apple as App of the Day. In that same 24 hours, some of my team members came to me and showed me that they had started a Valley schooling program. Uh, so now we actually have a school, a one-month school happening in Croatia. All of that was in the last 24 hours. In that same period of time, I'm here at a festival in Portugal with the Valley rings projected in a giant cliff, right? And I'm not doing any of this. I'm simply being in the space where I need to be, setting my intention on how I want to create ripples in the world. and. Being able to assemble a large force of people who are, able, who are incredibly talented, who think in the same way and are able to make this happen. And I don't feel overwhelmed, I'm simply at play. So when you learn this, you get to remove overwhelm, you get to multitask. This idea that you've got to focus on one thing only applies if you're operating at the basic level. That's where hard work and hustle matter. When you go up to the next level, you don't need hard work, you do not need hustle. Rather, you go within to unlock spiritual abilities to actually shift reality, to move towards your goals. Now this takes time, it takes work, it takes daily meditation and introspection and journaling But anyone can get there.
0: Mm. I wanna talk about this and you've got a six phase meditation, meditation. right? so I wanna talk about that in a moment, but you just mentioned something that is incredibly powerful and I wanna talk about this because this isn't just you and it took me a long time to get this and something that i've talked about repeatedly on the show is that i really do believe that our number one most influential factor on our health and our success in life is our relationships like it's not even close and it's very difficult to wrap our minds around that because it's like well what about what i'm eating and you know my push-ups nobody can do that for me but it's the environment that's created if there's a culture of that it's just it makes it automatic right and so you have been somebody who's created amazing relationships. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to speak to that as well because you mentioned in your talk a little bit earlier how even, you know, centarians in the blue zones, number one right. thing with longevity is relationships. So why does this matter so much for you in your life? The age of individuality is over. Like
1: there are no more lone cowboys in the world. There are no lone rangers. We live in a world where we, where we ourselves in an 8 billion strong cellular being called a human Colossus, and we're all contributing to each other, and healthy cells interact with other cells. Study after study after study shows that the only thing that correlates with happiness, 0.7 correlation, this is according to Ed Diener, Harvard University, is the strength of your social connections. It means the more connected you are, the better you function, the happier you are. Other studies um, on teams, for example, so show that the number one thing that creates a high-performing team is the positive intelligence of the team. How much? What is the ratio of positive feelings versus negative feelings as that team is working together? Again, strength of social connections. Studies on goal setting show that the happier you are, and that often comes from the more connected you are, the more you move towards your goals. And so, one of the biggest goals that I set for myself has to do with connections. Because human beings do function best when we are deeply connected with other human beings. So the reason I have A-Fest is because I get to meet really cool people over here like you, right? And um, the reason I started Valley University, where a thousand people come and take over a city for one month and we create programs for our kids and, and, and adult transformation programs, is not just for the learning, but for the community. So I'm... I like to deeply embed myself in intentional communities. And I think this is true increasingly for people all across the world. Lifelong learning
0: is a trend, but the next big trend is lifelong connection. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's so powerful. So now what, when it comes up for people, I want those type of relationships, but you know, I've got a history of these type of relationships and you know, I might feel like this is, these are the type of people I continue right. to attract. How do you get from that to you know, ha- setting the intention of having great relationships and connection to people who helped uplift my health, right. my success? How do we get from there to I there? I think what you gotta do is that you gotta
1: start making this part of your three most important questions. In your goal list, write down the experiences you wanna have with unique individuals you might bring into your life. Write down how you wanna grow with other people, right now, how you want to contribute. So start with that intention and then remove the fear of losing the current people in your life. Because as you grow, it is inevitable, you need to make friends at your level of growth. So as you grow, you're going to be connecting with people at that level of growth. You can't be clinging on to naysayers or people who put you down or people who don't want to see you succeed. And this doesn't mean you disrespect them, but it may mean that, Although you respect them, you may no longer need their validation. You may no longer need them to love you. You are self-sufficient. And so it has to be a combination of removing the fear of letting go, mm. even if it's a if it's a past relationship or it's some attachment you have to a family member, and at the same time setting bolder, bigger goals for the new type of people you want to bring into your life. Yeah. So. I wrote down on my goal list, before I started this, this event called AFS. I wrote down these lines on my goal list. I want to be able to travel the world and stay in five-star hotels. I want to be connected to many amazing speakers and inspiring authors and have them as my friends. I want to be on stage with some of the most inspiring people. I want to get to know entrepreneurs from 50-plus countries. Hmm. Within around one year, the idea for AFS came about. And all of these goals, check, 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 check came true and that there's another lesson there right I didn't set a goal for a fest like nobody writes down I want to start a transformational festival I wrote down more specific things and then this concept came up this thing that didn't exist before a fest that immediately checked off like five or six of my goals it just emerged mm. and so when you really do this question this this concept the three most important questions and you break down your goals you're giving permission from your soul or your intuitive self to produce an idea that in one shot, might take care of those goals. I've seen that happen over and over and over again. AFES was birthed from my three most important questions.
0: Ah, this is so good. And so it's so simple. Right. But how, how often are we actually having the audacity to write down those goals for relationships? Right. We, we tend to just think about it like, you know, I really should, I should do this, I should do that. But to get very clear and intentional on that. That's so powerful. So let's shift gears and talk a little bit about this six-phase meditation because I think it's something really special.
1: Yeah. So the six-phase, I mentioned that first part is knowing the right goals, right, the three most important questions. And again, I I go deep into this in my book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. The next level is how do you train that spiritual core? So I developed my own form of spiritual martial art, and it's called the six-phase meditation, and it's rooted in spirituality and science. It's called six phase because most meditation programs are based on hermetic practices from the East, breathing, clearing your mind. They are wonderful. They give you health benefits, but we can go deeper. So the six phase doesn't actually involve anything about clearing your mind. It's about rather using what's going on in your mind and aikidoing those things, like ninja those things mm. to shift the world. Now the first phase is compassion. You do a simple visualization where you imagine the kindness from your heart permeating to fill the entire world. This comes from Zen loving kindness meditation. Being able to expand your levels of compassion is crucial if you want to be a spiritual warrior because you want to produce people who are Luke Skywalker's and not Darth Vader's. Expansion of compassion is a key thing. Now the second phase is gratitude. Gratitude has been studied by science to have the highest correlation with human well-being. So you express gratitude for your personal life, your work life, and, this is the unique part, yourself. Too many of us never express gratitude for how we look or little things about ourselves that we like because it's considered narcissism, bull yeah. We need to express gratitude for who we are. It makes us stronger.
0: Yeah.
1: And remember, we have set a layer of compassion, love for everyone, and that prevents any form of narcissism. Now the third phase is forgiveness. Science is showing that when we let go of all ill will to everything that has happened in our past, including ill will to past versions of ourselves for mistakes we've made in the past, incredible things happen to our body. University of Utrecht shows that it improves your vertical jump. A university in Israel shows that it increases your endurance. Studies show that it increases your, it reduces back pain, it increases heart health, and so on. Letting go actually has incredible health benefits. So the first three phases are about changing your emotional state in the present. Compassion, gratitude, forgiveness. Now we come to phase four, five, and six, and this is where we deviate from traditional meditation. Traditional meditation is often about the present. Phase four, five, and six has you looking at the future because in our world, we are not here to just live in the present. People like you, like me, like the people listening to you, We're here to create, to mold the world, to shift things, to leave a legacy and a mark. That requires thinking about the future. So this is where I have an issue with many meditation programs. They are too rooted in introspection. And what the world needs is not people who spend endless hours in introspection, but people who go into introspection and then use the gifts that introspection gives them to go forth and change the world. Phase four, five, and six is about that. In phase four, you visualize your life three years in the future. What is it that you want to create? In phase five, you visualize your day-to-day unfolding perfectly with the right practices, the right discipline, so that three-year vision of the future can come forth. And in phase six, this is where you might say a prayer or receive a blessing. This is where you might integrate the sixth phase with whatever is your religious belief or practice ask for a blessing from Jesus, pray to Allah, it doesn't matter, whatever you believe in. I like to give a high five to the universe. So when you layer these six things together, you have a really powerful form of meditation. It's being picked up very heavily. Um, There was an article about it recently in Billboard magazine about how the R&B star Miguel uh, says that he uses this before getting on stage for concerts. Um, And I decided to make it free because I want to make this a gift to the world so you can google six-phase there You'll find dozens of blog articles about it. You'll find versions of it all over YouTube and uh, You can go to mindvalley.com forward slash learn Meditation and get the course for free just sign up you get the course for free and you can get it on the mind valley app Which was just featured as app of the day
0: today on Apple. Ah, so awesome, man Thank you for that and I love that you know, what's so crazy is that and I don't share this very often But I've been doing a similar practice, and it was inspired a little bit by uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza many mm-hmm. years ago, and just kind of um, you know having my own practice of gratitude, and then shifting right. gears into a visualization of my day, and also the the kind kind of right. broader uh, outreach of you know the next couple of years. And I, I can I cannot tell you how many times, and you talked about this earlier as right. well in your talk, these things that happen, these synchronicities that are just beyond explanation, but we don't utilize this inner technology. So if you could just take a second and speak to that because we hear the word meditation and then we hear these tactics, but it's just like, shouldn't I be doing? Get rid of the word
1: meditation. The Western world confuses meditation. Meditation is one, one part of what I call transcendent practices. To transcend means to go beyond the physical within. So meditation is just one, of this this larger group called transcendent practices, just like Pilates is one piece of a larger group called exercise. Now if you think that Pilates is exercise, you're limiting yourself. If you think that meditation is the way to go within, you're limiting yourself because gratitude is another piece. Compassion is another piece. Forgiveness practices are another piece. Creative visualization are another piece. All of these are ways to transcend the physical and go within. So the six-phase meditation, I use the word meditation only because as a cultural construct, people get it, but really it's beyond meditation. It is stacking on six different transcendent practices that I believe are the most powerful for developing your inner uh, core. And that is loving kindness and compassion, gratitude, forgiveness, creative visualization or visualizing your future, segment intending or intending your perfect day, and prayer.
0: Every single one of those things we've had on a top expert talking about. You yeah. know, with uh, Loving Kindness, Dr. Daniel Goleman right. was on talking about that. With Forgiveness, um, with the visualization of the perfect day, right. we had Crank Ballantyne, who wrote the book. And so this is something that anybody can do. And it takes 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And the guided,
1: the guided um, audios are all over. You can download Mind Valley's meditation app, Om Bana, Yeah. and Six Face comes with it.
0: How do you do it, man? How do you put all of it together like that? It's so beautiful. It's just remarkable because you've got all of these. It came
1: from my own personal practice. Remember, after I quit Silicon Valley, I became a meditation teacher for five years. And I grew very dissatisfied with the way meditation was. So I decided to just experiment. So the sixth phase came from a decade of teaching thousands of people, you know, and on experimenting on what I was able to generate and shift with the world, I would spend... Four to five days in chambers with my brain hooked up to machines and actually look at the EEG readings as I tested out these different techniques It's nuts. and 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 that's so I approached this scientifically remember
0: although I quit engineering that was my your car, background.
1: I'm still a freaking geek.
0: Yeah <laughs> That's so cool And you showed the the room that you used to teach in yeah. you start off. as like 20 people right and now It's millions right, you know, just taking those progressive steps yeah. and so uh, this is really remarkable and i've got one more question for you mm-hmm. before i let you go we've got some other cool stuff to get into yeah. tonight but before that can you let everybody know again where they can pick up the meditation and okay. also so where can they to pick get up your the six
1: space meditation firstly google it there's so much information on it yeah. um, you can google me vision lakiani or you can go to vision.com v-i-s-h-e-n.com um, but actually i'll make it super simple um best ways to follow me on instagram at vision if you follow me on Instagram on my IGTV, I have a recording, the latest recording of The Sixth Face. And if you follow me on Instagram, I share tips on this every single day. So it's a great way to learn. I love teaching on Instagram because I'm a writer and I'm obviously very into photography. Perfect, perfect. And also your book, where, where can you grab it? Uh, you can find it anywhere. The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, search for it on Amazon. Um, it's pretty much available anywhere. Perfect. And the new version of the book comes out in January 2020.
0: Awesome, so is this gonna be paperback or just updated? It's gonna
1: be up slightly updated. Yeah. And then in May 2020, my newer book, which is tentatively titled Superhuman at Work, comes out. And that is about how to leverage spiritual mastery at work so you can
0: magnify what you do 10x. We gotta do this again. I'll have yeah. you back on. Right. For sure. So thank you, really. Um, what you've done and put your intention into is just phenomenal. And I'm truly in awe of you. And you. And the, the magic that you're creating. So thank you so much for that, man, for having the courage Thanks, to, John. you know, opt out to say no thank you to the hamburger from Bill Gates <laughs> and to jump into to what you're doing now. Right. It really takes some, some major, major courage, man. I just really appreciate that. And so final question is, what is the model that you're here to set for other people with how you live your life personally? Well, the first thing
1: that there, there are several models that I'm experimenting with, right? But the model that most excites me right now, so as I've grown more confident with my ability to create ripples in reality. I want to see if I could do something really big. And so what I want to contribute to is the creation of a singular Earth-centric society under an Earth flag. I believe that nationalism is one of the gravest dangers we face as a planet because it makes us forget that we are truly deeply connected. It causes us to, to be in denial of some of the biggest existential threats to our environment, such as global warming, and it causes us to vote dumb people into power. So, what I want to do is create a new, create a mimetic inoculation for the human race against nationalist, against like self, like, like single-mindedness. I believe the, one of the greatest lies we are born into is the lie that we belong to countries. No, mm. we are earthlings on one giant rock hurtling through space that, you know, that I guess Buckminster Fuller, Fuller calls Spaceship Earth. I want to help us become a Spaceship Earth-centric society. I think it's crucial as we colonize other planets. So I'm working on an Earth flag, and the goal is to get this out within 20 years. To have this at the United Nations, to have this on the rockets which are colonizing Mars, to have this on the lawn of the White House, and on the lawn, and and uh, and to be flying with the EU
0: Parliament. Yeah. So powerful, man. Thank you, thank you, really. So now I'm just thinking: so is it going to be Earthlings? We're going to go against the Mars team? You know, I don't know. <laughs> right. I just saw John Carter. Have you seen that? Yes. John yes. Carter. It's a
1: horrible movie. I can't think you brought it up.
0: <laughs> it's on Netflix now, you right. know. So yeah, and uh, man, just again, thank you so much for having the audacity to to step out of your comfort zone, to keep plugging away, to keep serving, and to keep inspiring so many people. Thank and you. your team, like this, is the most welcome I've ever felt at any event. I've done stuff all over the world as well, <laughs> and it's just a it's a it's an outspring of who you are. Right. And uh, just thank you so much, man, for hanging out with me. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you. All right. I hope that you enjoyed this interview with Vishen Lakhiani. And I hope that this sparked in you and inspired you to start thinking bigger than you ever have before coming where he's come from and really demonstrating that we have so much potential in us, but the only thing holding us back is really our belief and our exposure. Remember your level of exposure really determines your level of success. And so I want you to be on fire to proactively get yourself in the environment of more of these things that lift you up and more people that really cultivate and pull the greatness out of you because you have your opportunity right now in front of you to create the life that you really want, but it takes for you to really change your exposure. And so taking every opportunity when it presents itself is of the utmost importance right now. And for me personally, even having this experience, I had my own vision expanded and I couldn't help it Seeing the things that I was able to see and be a part of, wow, I really can't even describe it with words, but the two most epic events that I've been a part of definitely has been A-Fest and our Phenomenal Life events. All right, the first year, it was a Phenomenal Life cruise. We went to a bunch of different islands. It was myself along with Eric Thomas, the number one motivational speaker in the world and the rest of our incredible team, CJ, and we've got a bunch of special guests too. The, the, The next year, we went to Jamaica, And it was just, again, beyond words. This time for the next event that you are coming to and you're going to be having the opportunity to be a part of is Phenomenal Life 2020 in Mexico. All right, it's going down. And I want you to take action right now to be a part of this and come and hang out with us and really get yourself around people who really uplift you and hold you accountable. And to get the education, of course, we're gonna have some incredible talks and presentations from some absolute game changers, but also just the engagement and time to hang out and have fun and to do cool activities and to party. All right, it's just such a powerful event. I'm so inspired and grateful to be a part of it. Go right now to Phenomenal Life. 2020. So phenomenal life. And then the number 2020.com forward slash model health. All right. So that's phenomenal life 2020.com forward slash model health. Get your ticket right now. Okay. It's a few months away when this comes out. So you got time to get yourself together, to, to put your excuses to the side, to get everything mapped out, get your tickets, get your, your travel and let's go hang out in Mexico together. All right. Now, listen, truly, Your exposure means everything. Your connections means everything. And even yesterday, I was a part of something that I would not have seen had I not said yes to my vision and taken action to put myself in these different situations. And even the Model Health show existing in the first place was really sparked by me attending a live event. And so yesterday, I was in a group text that was sent by Steve Weatherford, right? Who's been on the show, Super Bowl champion, voted the NFL's fittest man, twice, all right, twice. And he sent out a group text. And first of all, this is a group text that you want to be a part of. He was just giving a shout out to the dads in his life who inspire him. And he included me in the text along with ET, Eric Thomas, Ed Milette, Joel Marion, Bedros Koulian. What kind of an incredible group text is that? And every one of us sent a video reply because he sent a video text. And I'm just like, wow how am I included in such greatness? It just really, really inspired me and lifted me up. And it's one of those group texts that you want to be a part of. Not like the ones you get from like a, a high school friend who's like 45 years old, sending you a link to try to check out their new hit single that they're trying to put out, right? Some, uh, I, I mean, I want to support you and I want to see you win, bro, but I don't want to hear your polka infused trap music, right? It's, what? But- There's those kind of group texts. And then there's group texts that are just immersed in greatness and exposure. And every single one of us said in our thread, if there's anything that we can do to support and uplift you, let me know, I've got your back. And that's what I want for you as well. Come out and hang with people who are on the same accord as you, that same vibration, and who've got your back and create these relationships and connections phenomenallife2020.com forward slash model health. All right, pop over there, check it out ASAP, get your ticket. All right, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it out with everybody that you care about on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And of course you can tag me and I appreciate you so much. And I I want you to know that there's some absolutely mind-blowing episodes coming your way. And I want to make sure that you are ready for it, all right? Because it's going to blow you away, all right? So make sure to stay tuned. I appreciate you so much for tuning in today. Take care, have an amazing day, and I'll talk with you soon.